This girl is excited. Mark your calendar, my friend, for September 26th. In just two, less than two weeks, we're going to have your best goal challenge. And what this is, is it's five days on this podcast, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'm going to be showing up and giving you a less than 10 minute training each day and walk you through choosing your best goal for fourth quarter 2022. Not just any old goal, but I mean your best goal. And by Friday, we're going to put action steps to it. I have this thing all laid out. I am excited, excited, excited. So that's going to start with episode number 11, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, five days in a row. And I'll see you then. My name is Teresa Prim, and I help small business owners, service professionals, and salespeople make more money in less time with less stress and have more rest by putting themselves first again. I am the host of this podcast, the You First Business Second Podcast, and you can also find me over on Instagram at at Coach Teresa Prim, and I'm happy to be here with you today. Hello, hello, my small business friend. Today, I'm going to share with you how I produced over $8 million in sales without any new customers. Sounds impossible, doesn't it? Well, 2010 is when I implemented this system. And by 2013, my sales had tipped the scales crazy, making two and a half times more in income that year than my husband was. And... If you have been wanting to focus on customer retention more than customer acquisition, and it's been strenuous for you to try and attract new customers, then this show is for you. Last week in episode eight, we talked about happiness and the balance between making your customer happy and yourself happy. Two weeks ago in episode seven, we covered the importance of goal setting and how setting the right goal can help reduce hustling in your business. And by golly, we all want that, don't we? So if you're the type of person who always wants to make the customer happy, or you're the type of person who shoots from the hip and doesn't set goals, then you're going to want to catch either episode seven or episode eight of this podcast. But my focus today is to share with you how I produced over $8 million in sales without taking on any new customers. Sounds impossible, but it happened. And it happened just three years after I made a slight pivot in my real estate business and implemented something I heard from my real estate coach at the time. His name was Michael J. Mayer, M-A-H-E-R. I'm not going to take full credit for this system. Michael has a book out there that you can look up. It's called The Seven Levels of Communication, 7L. I think the subtitle of the book is Go From Relationships to Referrals. And I surely thank Michael tremendously for his wisdom to help me scale and bring home almost $200,000 by 2015. Why am I whispering? (laughs) I should be proud of that. And I am. I've also trained other agents with this idea. And the cool thing is that it can be modified for any business out there. That means you. So just last week, an agent friend called me and said, hey, Teresa, it's working. We had a conversation for a while. And then she goes, I just want to call you and tell you 
it's working. What you taught me is working. And she was sitting there in complete thankfulness. She was having lunch. She was basking in happiness because she now has to think about what to do with the new leads she gets because her clientele base, her database, her customer base, whatever she calls it, whatever you call it, is now working for her. Her business is, well, imploding in on itself. I mean, for lack of a better word. And I've coached her to always be thinking about her next strategy to scale. But that's for another episode for you. Michael J. Mayer taught me how to grade my database. I know it sounds like we're back in school or something, right? But he taught me this so that I knew how to communicate with everyone inside of my database. With a database of customers, I called mine clients. They may be guests or patrons or buyers to you, but with a customer database and knowing how to communicate with each individual group, then repeat business, customer referrals, super fans, etc., is going to happen naturally and faster than you ever thought possible. I know, I know, it's crazy. This small, easy tweak in your specific business is going to save you tons of time, lots of frustrations, and it's going to allow you to know that you know that your phone is still going to ring with customers and that they will always be buying from you. So imagine the peace that you're going to feel knowing that the money is always coming in, no matter what. And that the business is also growing at the same time. It is seriously the coolest, simplest way to get to a place where your customers are not only using you again, but they're referring you and cheering you on. But you see, not all of your customers will do this. And the bonus key to this grading system is in the way in which you speak to them. So let me talk personal here, okay? Social media has created what I call a one-sided transaction. Basically, it's up to the consumer, the customer, to seek out the business more so nowadays than ever. It's like many businesses don't have the responsibility anymore to build relationships with specific customers, and they use social media as a blanket to cover all customers and treat them equally. I recently read that it costs almost five times as much to attract a new customer than it does to keep an existing one. And that only 18% of companies focus on customer retention. That's one out of every five businesses. And those stats are recent. 2022 stats, my friend. I'm afraid. I'm afraid for small businesses. I'm afraid that if we don't figure out the customer relationship in our specific businesses in 2022... I'm afraid for the future of small businesses. So let's go to the flip side of that for a second, okay? Let's step on the customer side for a moment. Customers crave referrals. They want someone to tell them who to call and who to trust. There's too much noise out there. And the customers, you and me as customers, 
hope and pray that we have a friend who knows and trusts someone we can call. And if you have a product-based business, we want to buy a gift, we don't want to have to search and search and search for a gift. We can just have someone who bought a cool gift and they can kind of like the Oprah Winfrey, you know, remember her favorite things. That was fun. But I'm not just talking about the service industry either or product-based businesses. Restaurants and brick and mortar are included, I'm afraid. And as the internet grows, so does the confusion about who to hire, who to buy from, where to shop, and how many miles I want to put on my car to get there. I wonder... If they say only 18% of companies focus on customer retention, then how many of those companies focus on past customer referrals? Meaning not only retaining the past customers, but having your past customers refer people to you. I bet, I bet my friend, it's only like 50% of that. I mean, I'm guessing like 9%. And if we desire a long-lasting, thriving business that is extremely profitable and easy to run with lots and lots of vacations, meaning that we can put ourselves first and take a lot of trips, then we should desire to be in that 9% category. I'm just being real with you today, my friend, because this is how I am. This is who I am, and I owe it to you my business friend and my listener who shows up here to listen to these podcasts to lovingly warn you of something in the future that can be easily prevented. So how do you do this? I'll give you some steps on how to grade your database and develop a communication plan. I can't cover it all in this episode. So if you want more training on this topic, let me know if it's of interest to you, because that's a great way for me to know what to bring to you in future episodes. So remember, my Instagram is at Coach Teresa Prim. I'll see you over there. First tip, define what a great customer is for your business. Is a great customer the one who spends the most money with you? Is a great customer one who calls you the most? Is a great customer one who refers you the most to other people? Is a great customer the one who shops with you the most times? What defines a great customer for your business? The second tip is decide on a name for this group of people. So I called mine ambassadors. You can call them champions or super fans or enthusiasts or supporters, whatever name you want to use. But whatever you choose, you will mainly use this name behind the scenes in your business. But sometimes you will use it in front of your customer. That's the bonus tip I was telling you about earlier. For example, if you manage a restaurant and you have a regular who comes in often And one day they ask you to include something in their meal and they say, as long as it's okay, I don't want to make you, you know, do any exceptions for me or anything. Then you respond with, well, of course I will. You're an ambassador to my cafe. Then watch their face. When you create a special name for this group of people and then call them by that name on occasion, They will then begin to identify with that title and speak that title in front of others. 
It's absolutely beautiful. I saw this in action over and over. The third tip, create a way to communicate differently with this group of people. Weekly emails, bi-weekly emails, text messages once a month, yearly get-togethers with only the ambassadors, periodic phone calls, thank you cards in the mail, whatever the special thing is just for them, do it and be consistent and use their new title. And the fourth and final tip today is make this fun and easy for you to do. Do not overthink this, my friend. If you can't gather the previous customer's info because they're all over the place or whatever, then don't. Start today. Gather the info you need to communicate in the way that's the easiest and the way that most of them want to hear from you. For instance, if they call you to make an appointment with you, then a texting communication plan for them is perfect. If they order online or they buy online, then an email communication plan is perfect. Don't overthink this and simplify it because remember, we want to make more money in less time with less stress and more rest, putting ourselves first again and taking lots of vacations. So you just have to be consistent. So look at your lifestyle and make sure that the plan you implement will fit into your lifestyle for your business. Asking a customer for an email address is not overstepping boundaries. They can say no if they want to. Asking them if they want to get a text from you once a month is not overstepping boundaries. They can say no if they want. But remember, this group of people already love you and they adore your business. I doubt they will say no. (laughs) And by the way, for me... And my database, this group of people, made up just over 20% of my customer database, my client database. I had a little less than 200 ambassadors on a customer base of 795. So think about the simplicity of grading your database. Does this open up anything for you today? Does this stir up anything that you can implement Be thinking about your peeps, my friend. They love you and they want to refer you. As a matter of fact, it's beneficial for them to refer you. But you must treat them that way. So there is so much more to this system I can share. But for now, let me share with you the promise of this episode and how I generated $8.4 million in real estate sales with 70 transactions Yes, my market has low home prices and gave away all my new buyer leads to other agents in my team because my client database handed me their own family and friends and those they loved. I could not handle any more customers without giving up customer service. So... It was fantastic and empowering to be able to hand over the new buyer leads to these other agents. And you know what other bonus happened at that time? I never spent another dime on advertisement. And I put some of the money into Christmas gifts and yearly Thanksgiving get-togethers with my ambassadors. One year we had a, a soup party for like four hours. I had like an open house and we had all kinds of different soups. But one final important thought for you today, 
This is important. This is from the thankful to be in business coach here. Do not shower them with kindness and gifts with the intention that they will refer you if you do. Only give them gifts as a thank you for what they did and who they are. Authenticity needs to be number one if this system is going to work for you. So go get them, my business friends. You are awesome and your customers love you. So refer back to this episode if you'd like to take notes and share this episode with other people. But please don't forget to mark your calendars for September 26th for the Your Best Goal Challenge workshop right here on the podcast for five days straight. Um, If you're listening to this episode after, well, then go right back to episodes 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, and you can take notes and it's going to be fantastic. Make goals any time of the year. Bye for now. I'm happy to be serving you in this way at the You First Business Second podcast. I am Teresa Prim, your thankful to be in business coach. <laughs>